Three, two, one. You're listening to the Big Finish Podcast. Launch date the 28th of March, 2021. So, you're like, um, what, her butler? I do not know this word. I am Her Majesty's eunuch. Ouch. Welcome one and welcome all, and particularly you. Yes, Ooh. you over there with that sort of packed lunch. Hello. Yes, well, this is, of course, a packed podcast of Big Finish Delights. I'm still Benji Clifford, and he's still Nick Briggs. Well, I hope he is. I've got my macaroons. Uh, it's all still true. Coming up, we delve into the reviews for Doctor Who, Shadow of the Daleks 2, starring Peter Davison. And if you've got something to say to us, why not yes. send an email to podcast at bigfinish.com uh, and we'll be looking yeah. at your latest emails and having yes. a chat about them. <laughs> I say. Uh, then we preview a superb interview with veteran actor Carolyn Seymour, star of Survivors, Star Trek and Quantum Leap, goodness knows what else, and who has featured in many, 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 many Big Finish productions over the years. Toby Haydoke is in the interview seat. Uh, he's locked in with a, um, a seatbelt and he's being brilliant as always what a combo what a combo and as well as that we'll give you a 25% discount on a randomly selected Big Finish release what no one knows what it'll be until the button is pressed yes it's the Randomoid Selectatron and to round things off we give you a chance to hear the first 15 minutes of the Lone Centurion featuring the Doctor's faithful companion Rory Williams Let's chat about Stranded One winning the Audio Drama Award at the Audis, Benji. How lovely. Yes, absolutely. Well, first of all, I just want to say, um, I think it's fair as well that Atta Girl was in there as well into yeah. the finals. Uh, and I was, you know, I had this wonderful feeling on the evening with the awards because I thought it doesn't matter. You know, it's not that one of those things like if if we don't get the award um, and somebody else gets it, you know. It's like I thought if if Atta yeah. Girl gets the award, that's amazing because that's such a yeah. good drama. But it's just lovely. It's really lovely, especially to work on Stranded, um, to to have it going into the you know getting getting the award. It's a great release. It's a really different release. Yeah, and for those of you who haven't heard Doctor Who Stranded, starring the Eighth Doctor Paul McGann, here's the trailer from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who: The Eighth Doctor Adventures, Stranded. Volume 1. She used every ounce of her strength to escape the crucible. No control, no navigation. Instinct brought her to her second home, Earth. Then she gave up the ghost. You're saying you own a house? Oh, this place. Isn't this Baker Street? Expensive area. Number 107. I made the investment a long time ago. Hello? Can I help you? Yes. What are you doing in my house? The past few days, everyone's becoming more paranoid that... There could be someone or something else in the house. The idea of spending the rest of my life here. There are worse places to live than planet Earth. The TARDIS isn't responding at all. Well, we knew it'd be difficult. I really think I might not get her back. Doctor, Liv's been shot! I thought it was safe here, but we've lived our lives so dangerously for so long that we've forgotten death lurks everywhere. Driving a car, walking the street, working in a shop. A police box on Camden Road. I'm old enough to remember what this was really used for. Big Finish. We love stories. But if we're going to be stuck here a while, we might as well give the walls a lick of paint. I'm a Time Lord. I don't do up kitchens. 
There you go. And for those of you who know and love it already, that was a lovely little reminder. Um, I, I One of my most joyous uh, duties, well, I, I imposed it on myself for this, was to you know write to various people who I'm not regularly in contact with to congratulate them on it. So, you know, I've written to Nicola Walker and Rebecca Roots and Paul McGann and, you know them uh, and uh, it's you know it's lovely to be able to say lovely things to people and to congratulate the writers and you know Benji brilliant work you're a great sound designer and it's uh, all all that stuff is what you know got into the heads of the judges presumably unless they just stuck a pin in a <laughs> piece of paper and went, oh it's stranded one <laughs> well it's the level of it's the level of detail in this that I, I think is so fantastic and I think I've said this before but I, I want to say it now because it's it's, this is something that I thought was fantastic. So for those that haven't listened to, to Stranded, the main, I mm. suppose, setting and the way that it's kind of structured is, is that the Doctor's companions are obviously stranded and they're all living in a house on Baker Street. Yeah. So of course you've and and they're not just living there themselves; they're sharing it with other people that are already living there. So it's a real, you know, lots of people, different situations and circumstances, all compressed and compacted into this house. Um, and something for me, obviously, doing that on sound, it's quite a quite a, a job because I'm aware that our listeners are incredibly uh, clever and they will they will notice if you get something wrong or if something moves around. And um, one one of the things that I really found helpful was Matt Fitton, who's uh, one of the, the masterminds behind Stranded, fantastic mm-hmm. writer, uh, joining loads time. of the the fantastic writers on Stranded. And um, he actually he drew me uh, a diagram, a floor plan of the whole house, <sighs> so that fantastic. I had that as reference, so I could work out in my head where people were going to go, where they go up the stairs, whose flat is where, where where think different things lead to. And that was so helpful. And um and that's the lovely thing. There's that level of kind of depth and commitment from different people on this project. And and so you know I'm really pleased that that it it did get an award because I just think it's nice things like that. Little tiny details like that, you know, it, it makes it all worth it in the end. Um, so yeah, if I'd said to anybody, go out, check out Stranded One, and also check out At a Girl because that's wicked. It's such a fantastic oh, original, yeah, big stuff. finish original release as well, um, which is awesome. Everything. What more could you want? It's, it's about it's got, women pilots in the Second World War. In case you didn't know, things. Absolutely, history, Spitfires, made by women as well. You know, female yeah. directors, writers, producers. It's Created a, by Louise Jameson. Yeah, absolutely. Who I think needs no introduction because right. she is just incredible uh, you know it's it's absolutely fantastic release so please check and that out I that was At A Girl 2 wasn't it the second series but we should have a quick listen to the trailer for that here we go from Big Finish Productions an original drama At A Girl I fell from the sky today you can't scare me anymore Commander David what's wrong a Luftwaffe attack force is heading for the airfield a big one. Oh, Lord. We don't have long to prepare. Officer King, bring the ATA pilots here, please, as quickly as possible. And you accuse me of heartlessness? This is no time for photographs. Well, that's where you're wrong. This is exactly what the papers want, what history needs. Ha! That got you off my back! No! Oh, no! Be back soon. We'll get you mended. Oh, 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 oh. Of course you do. 
changing lives. We're all here doing this incredible job because of you. Yes, and isn't it wonderful you had to jump out of an airplane whilst being shot at? <laughs> <laughs> well, that wasn't ideal. You think you can fix this? You can't repair something like this. It's all broken. You think these people will recover from this? From seeing their friends blown up? I'm afraid I have some very bad news, Officer Lloyd. What? Oh, no, no. No, no. I... I was terribly fond of her. We all were. The forces of Germany have surrendered to the United Nations. The flag of freedom fly all over Europe. I pray that peace be now restored to the world, and that God will preserve it always. Big finish. We love stories. Something I wanted to mention, actually, the interesting thing about uh, Stranded and its setting, the whole Baker Street flat for the Doctor. I was trying to think when that was first introduced. Do you it's, remember? It's, not, it's, certainly not in, it's certainly not in this story. It goes way back, doesn't it? It's yeah, a, yeah. a jump back. I can't remember. From, I, I knew at the time when I was making it because I looked it up, but I can't remember off the top of my head now, so you have to remind me, Nick. Well, I said I featured it in Dark Eyes, for example, with the Eighth Doctor, but I was already using something that had been featured before. Wow. And I'm fairly certain, I might be wrong about this, so please write in and correct me if I'm wrong, or indeed congratulate me if I'm right. <laughs> Give me an award. Um, uh, I think it's The Haunting of Thomas Brewster by Jonathan Morris. Wow, that's, I a, think that's, that's a real throwback, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's Jonathan Morris that, who created the idea that the Doctor has a flat in Baker Street. Uh, which are just we just thought was such a brilliant idea. I don't think we even commented on it at the time. I think we just went, yep, that's fine. Yep, we'll be using well, that he, again. He does, doesn't he? Of course he does. Of course yeah. he does. And so, so for it all to come full circle now, and he's he's stuck there. Let's have a, a, a listen to the idiosyncratic trailer for uh, The Haunting of Thomas Brewster by Jonathan Morris. Doctor Who, The Audio Adventures. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. first thing I remember is my mother's funeral. I would have been about four or five. It's kind of hard to judge when you ain't had no birthdays. Ye have heard that it was said of them of old time, thou shalt not kill. Hello? And so we started work, clambering down the oily steps to the Thames, each of us clutching a lamp, small points of light in the thick, swirling fog. Oi, Brewster. I said I'm not going. You give us your towel, boy. Tom, save me! No! The haunting of Thomas Brewster. Hello, anyone home? Classic, Classic doctors. doctors. Brand new adventures. Name of Thomas Brewster. You don't understand. It's vitally important we get to him tonight. There you go. Okay, it's almost it's worth putting together one day. You could do the Baker Street bundle. There you go. You can have yeah. that one for free. Bit of Sherlock Holmes in there as well. Bang. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Ooh, Rolls yeah. off the tongue. So there we go. Well, well you know, lo loads of things there to get your teeth into. Um, it's just a joy. God, I love audio drama. It's just wonderful, isn't it? You know, we, oh, we've been doing this for such a long stories. time. Yeah. It is. It's the love of story. We've been doing this for such a long time, and isn't it wonderful that all these years later, 
we're still getting thrills for what we do and the different stories yeah. and there are so many things uh in the works as well which are exciting so it's oh just, yes yeah. yeah oh good oh. old big finish Anyway, well, we might as well look at a few things now. So it's time for us to actually look at the latest reviews. Let's see what you guys think of our stuff. Well, apparently it's all rubbish. No, uh, as <laughs> promised, uh, we're featuring Doctor Who Shadow of the Daleks. Here's the trailer. From Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who Shadow of the Daleks, Volume 2. What are you doing in my laboratory? Now, now come on. There's no need for that. There he is. Look. My darling son. Oh, he really is dead. Did you think it was a joke of some sort? It wouldn't have surprised me. You know how he likes to be the centre of attention. Now, I need to find out what I meant to each of you in order to determine the identity of the murderer. You mean you plan to solve your own murder? Exactly. What in the name of... You can step in and help at any time, by the way. Been a while since I used a broadsword. Oh, look at that. I'm better than I remember. You're saying this is a little more complicated than just a crash? Yes. You see, this isn't the first time we've met. I've recently encountered several people who look like you over and over again, spread out across the whole history of time and space. That's amazing, but weird. Perhaps. I think there's more to it than that. What's worrying you so much? Something called a Dalek. Stay where you are! All right, we're not going anywhere. What are they? Can't you guess? Surely the voice is a clue. Robots? No, mutations. There's organic life inside those shells, not that you'd notice. Even if they're as violent as you say, they can't be that much of a threat. You'd be surprised. Obey or you will be exterminated! The shields are holding for now. I'll boost them as much as possible. Lock the doors. Well, somebody didn't pay their electricity bill. It's still rebooting. Low on power. Whatever the Daleks are up to, it's the cause of all this, I'm sure of it. And speaking of Daleks, that's the door locked. They can't get in. Status report! Time Lord and three unknown humanoids located. Destroy the Time Lord and the humanoids. Exterminate! Exterminate the Time Lord! Uh, right. So, I think the idea is that I'm supposed to just get on with it now. Apologies then to uh, those of you who are still listening. I suppose there are some of you out there. Big finish. We love stories. And all you have to do to get your ear things wrapped around this one is go to bigfinish.com and then you type in Shadow of the Daleks and you put that oh, in the search pane at the right, top. Right. And if you gotcha. do that, you will find everything that mentions Shadow of the Daleks. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Probably some podcasts in there as well. Probably. I mean, it's, it's hard to avoid them, isn't it? They're always <laughs> popping up here and there. Every week. 
But we've got one here from Ben Taylor from The Digital Fix. And Ben says, Shadow of the Daleks 2 is a challenging and rich experience. Nice. As well as a satisfying end to an eight-part mini-epic, uh, aided, uh, aided by writers, actors and technicians all at the top of their game, it's proof in a tiny package that narrative experimentation pays off for Big Finish well into their quarter-century existence. Goodness, when you put it like that, I do feel old. Oh, yeah, weird. I mean, I don't think it's that mini as an epic. Eight parts, that's quite big, isn't it? Um, <clears throat> I mean, you know, that's that's the same length as... as epic uh, as epic uh, gets, the, isn't it? The invasion, you know. Invasion. Uh, Do not move. Uh, Ian McArdle from cultbox.co.uk says, conceived in extraordinary circumstances, Shadow of the Daleks is further proof of Doctor Who's ever-flexible format, making a virtue of lockdown restrictions, he said with his voice slightly, slightly cracking. Obviously, I'm get, getting emotional. Uh, the eight stories have provided another twist on Big Finish's occasional anthology releases. Interesting to consider as this monthly range draws to a, cl a close in favour of box sets. So, yes, uh, I just wanted to say that, you know, David Richardson and John Dorney came up with this Shadow of the Daleks idea. Uh, beautiful stuff. Couldn't ask for a better combo, could you really? No, really, no, no. no. Is this James Agus? Argus? I can never well, remember. we say this every time, and I, I even believe he might have written in to tell us. But anyway, James, hi. Hi, <laughs> hi, James. This is from James at winteriscoming.net. Uh, like last month's release, Shadow of the Daleks 2 is a good mix of standalone stories with an intriguing arc, the latter of which is wrapped up nicely in the final episode. Thank goodness. It's been an interesting experiment from Big Finish, one created as a result of lockdown, essentially, but also a rewarding one, giving us some extremely creative stories whilst also adding a fresh spin on the anthology formula. That was a spin there. Um, interesting, yeah, we wouldn't... I mean, wrap it up nicely in the final episode is a good idea. You wouldn't want to wrap it up in the first episode because what <laughs> would the done. other episodes be about? It's done. This is everybody going home now. Yeah, it's just a long... Seven more episodes of people just going, right, well, yeah, uh, bye. Yeah, yeah. Do you fancy a pint? Or, oh, yeah. yeah, it's a pub's a shut Oh, yeah. It's fiction. You can do what you like. Um, Paul Simpson of SciFiBulletin.com says, Each of the guest actors is given plenty to do. And between their vocal performances and Wilfredo Acosta's sound design, he's actually put Wilfred Acosta. We won't tell Wilfredo. Uh, director Ken Bentley ensures that while they may be visually the same, neither they nor their environs feel familiar each time, with only Davison and Nicholas Briggs's Daleks linking with them. With... Uh, Briggs getting some more unusual lines to deliver. Mm. Um, a clever idea that's worked well. 8 out of 10. I think that's a 10 out of 10 review, Paul. Just revise that mark, please. <laughs> Who's Mark? Uh, IndieMacUser.co.uk, uh, Jacob Licklider says, Overall, Shadow of the Daleks 2 is one of those releases that concludes an arc excellently. And whilst keeping it spoiler-free, the yes. twists, performances and ideas are all excellent, excellent, giving this an overall score of 9 out of 10. Excellent! Excellent! If it's nine, if it's excellent, why is it 9 out of 10? Surely it's 10 yeah, out of 10. Yeah, it's true. I'm just, true. you know, I just, what, what would have made it more excellent? 
Anyway, a cheese sandwich. Oh, that. It's, oh, that yeah. you have a problem. You have a point. You have me there. Uh, on the Twitter sphere, uh, at Adam Martin Actor says, finished volume two of Shadow of the Daleks, and wow, what a way to round things off. Four more excellent stories. My favourite being Echo Chamber. Absolutely stellar work. Again, big props. Our favourite word uh, to the writers, to Jonathan Barnes, Roland Moore, Lizzie Hopley, and John Dorney. What a fantastic bunch! I said that. He didn't. I said that. Good, rightfully so. Um, Hottam Tardis uh, on Twitter says, Wow, wow, wow. Um, I don't know why. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, 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 wow. Sounds like those guns. In, what what Doctor Who classic story was that where the guns went, Wow, wow. I think it was Resurrection of the Daleks, wasn't it? Wow, wow. You know, the when they're shooting in the, the spaceship at the start? Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, you know wow, what I mean. Wow. I do. <laughs> Donald Duck came in. <laughs> <laughs> Cue the um, f- open fire. <laughs> no, not not fetch the duck. Get the guns. <laughs> oh, they're, they're throwing cans quick. of deodorant it's at us now. because they open fire and they say, quick duck. That <laughs> <laughs> is a very do. quick duck, isn't it? I can't speak as, as um, Donald Duck. <laughs> can't do it. I can only... That's Apparently just, Tom Cruise can, though. Well, well there <laughs> and we go. he's right here now. He's here to talk to us as Donald Duck. Uh, finish listening to Shadow of the Daleks 2 today. What an amazing story. Brilliant idea, brilliantly written and brilliantly acted by a great cast. Might as well be the best thing Big Finish have released this year. Might as well. Uh, at La 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 Gay. La 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 Gay. La, la, la Lola Gay, that's right. Uh, what a, I can't read these Twitter handles, it's because I'm la, old. La, 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 what a conclusion. The whole story was a brilliant idea and they found the perfect ending for it. Thought they'd play with the idea of fully putting the Fifth Doctor into the Time War with a series and everything, but I'm glad they didn't. Oh, okay. There we go. Uh, Dan WFA with fried anchovies says, uh, the end of this very experimental set and my God, does it pay off. Yeah. Angelina Mahindra is easily the highlight in this volume and the final episode's ending is so dark and depressing. Oh. Uh, but done really, really well. Eight out of ten. Again, ten out of ten, I'd say. And yeah, Angelina you know, Mahindra, they're, they're, you know. Maybe they don't like dark and depressing. You know, Maybe not. Maybe not. But, More you know, if you've sandwiches. got Angelie in it, you've got, you know, she's... It's a winning, it's, winning move, it's always, it, really? Yeah, it's always brilliant having her around. Uh, at uh, the Metal Hoovian, I thought it said Meta, but it's Metal Hoovian, uh, Shadow of the Daleks is such a brilliant four-hour epic that I think every Hoovian should listen to. Everyone involved did such an amazing job and leave it to Mr. John Dorney to write a stupendous finale, as per usual, another highly unexpected what sorry highly recommended <laughs> i'm just reading uh, uh highly thing, unexpected uh, new word has emerged <laughs> a thing just came up on my screen that said something had unexpectedly quit <laughs> sorry another highly recommended at big finish hashtag doctor who story well, Justin B. Quinnick here says 2020 Big Finish is the year of magnificent Fifth Doctor anthologies. Uh, I don't liberally give out 10 out of 10s, but uh, Shadow of the Daleks 2 certainly earns a 10 with the cleverest peripheral time war story yet. Get in. Uh, get in. Uh, so, <laughs> as a certain iconic voice commands at the end of the first episode, 
Nick, if you if you will. Listen, listen. I presume that was what it was. I assume uh, so. You know. And Justin, of course, I think Justin, uh, we got one of his emails. Uh, email walls later oh, on. There we go. It's the Justin I, I think I got that right. Yeah. Um, lovely reviews there. Thank you very much. Next week we'll be featuring Time Lord Victorious, the enemy of my enemy. Coming up soon, we preview Toby Haydoke's fascinating interview with brilliant actor Carolyn Seymour. But first, let us plunge headlong into listeners' emails. That's it. Get your snorkel, grab your, your armbands and your, your trunks and get ready to jump and take the plunge into the emails. And if you want to, too, you don't even need a lilo. You just need to email us. You just send it to podcast at bigfinish.com. And it might get read out. It might not. You never know. It's, uh, uh, but we try. We try. This one here is from Ian Branch. Uh, or as the emails displayed it, Branch Ian. Um, congratulations, it says here. Hello, Ian. Hello, Nick and Benji. May I pass on to you all at Big Finish a big congratulations for winning the Audis 2021 oh, award. Thank you. For me, it was never in doubt because the team at Big Finish are continually producing the best audio that us mere humble human beings can buy. <laughs> We're human beings too, you know. The bar is raised to such dizzy heights that the competition will need to hire the help of astronomers to gauge where to start. Doctor when he said stranded. the bar's been raised, I was thinking immediately like where you can buy a drink, but that's that's <laughs> obviously my. We raised the pub. Uh, I can't. And, I can't reach the pint. That's the plan. You're not allowed to until whenever the date is. Uh, Doctor Who Stranded is a wonderful box set, and of course, Stranded Two adds to what is already a great plot played out by such an amazing cast. And not forgetting a big thank you to the production crew behind it. I wait That'll for the you, accolades Benji. to be announced for Stranded 2, which will no doubt be happening in time. It's lovely. Yeah, it's great, great people involved. Some lovely people on that. Very privileged to work with them. Um, mm. Mm. Uh, recently, there has been much talk about lost stories with the return of uh, the Cybermen and the Doomsday Contract, plus, of course, Russell T. Davies' Mind of the Hodiac uh, in near future. This brings me to ask about the submitted plans for Barbara Clegg, who wrote Enlightenment and never made by the BBC. Uh, has there uh, been any interest in following up what these stories were? Barbara was a leader in Doctor Who history. She was the first woman to have written for the programme. Uh, I'm sure that the ideas that she had would perhaps show much interest from today's following. There is a growing interest in what could have been where Doctor Who is concerned. There it's is, true. isn't there? Yes. Um, of course, Doctor Who is not everything that Big Finish produces. No. I've greatly enjoyed Space 1999 Volume 1, yes, after the much-acclaimed Space 1999 Breakaway. It's very good. Uh, I'm <laughs> absolutely itching to hear what is to come, and I'm greatly anticipating the introduction of the character Maya. I absolutely loved the show back in the 70s and I really appreciate the joy that you have given to me with these new audios. Your ever faithful, Ian Branch. Thank you so much, Ian. Lovely Thank to you. hear from you. Um, Barbara Clegg, I'm not... I've got a sort of inkling that David Richardson looked into that and there might have been a reason why not. I'm not sure, though. Uh, we're not going hell for leather for all lost stories at the moment, but, um, yeah, look into that. Um 
with regard to Maya, I, I believe that's something that I definitely want to do in the future, but there's no concrete plans at the moment for that. But, but you know, we hope to catch up with Maya at some point. Uh, next up, uh, this is from Miles Cook. Suggestion and future plans. He says, hi, Nick and Benji. I hope everyone at Big Finish are safe and well. I've been a fan of audio drama and comedy since before Big Finish started up. And I have to say that I didn't think Doctor Who would have been successful as an audio-only production proposition. But BF have constantly proved me wrong glad to do so. Uh, you've also brought other sci-fi properties to life on audio, giving them extended life or a reimagining, but they have all been continuing series with recurring characters. There were a couple of US OTR anthology shows and dramatised public domain sci-fi stories or original stories that ran for years and many horror-struck, fantasy-struck, thriller series doing 30-minute episodes. X-1 was a spectacular sci-fi series and Lights Out was an exquisite horror fantasy series, a lot like The Twilight Zone. Home. Well, was about a lot like Twilight Zone was about 15 years later. I was wondering if you had thought of doing an anthology series with single episodes and stories with one-offs. We have, we nearly did it once, and yeah, that might be something we'll consider in the future. But yeah, absolutely, it's occurred to us many, many times. I don't know how popular an idea it might be with your customers. I think that was our worry because there was no sort of hook to hang it on but I think Big Finish could really revolutionise the anthology type series I agree I think we could I'm not really into download versions of releases but I could get on board with a download only anthology series oh, okay you're tempting us now Miles I'd also like to ask about whether you have future plans for Susan's War time slip a continuation of the Fifth Doctor's Mark arc a return for Elizabeth Klein with or without Will Arrowsmith a Second Doctor Early Adventures and class classic series Silurians I don't think the Fifth Doctor's Mark Arc is coming back. Uh, there's no plans for Elizabeth Klein. There will be more time slip. I'm not sure about Susan's War. Also, will we be getting any more McCoy stories this year? I'm a huge McCoy fan, and there seems to be a Seventh Doctor drought this year. Sylvester McCoy has been staying in a place where he couldn't do any recording, so it's been really difficult for us to do Seventh Doctor stuff with the pandemic going on. Uh, there will be more Seventh Doctor stuff, of course. I'm not sure there's going to be any this year, though, but I may be wrong about that, but I had a quick flick through the schedule uh, when I read your email, and I'm pretty certain... Uh, there's certainly something in the schedule for 2022. So there you are. Sorry for the long email, but it shouldn't take as long to answer as it does to read the email. No, I suppose not. Safe. Stay safe, everyone. Safe stay, everyone. Just read the words out. Everyone, safe stay. Uh, regards, Cook Miles. <laughs> and finally then, this one here is from Justin Bush. Ah, this is um, Justin B. Quinnick. Oh, is it yeah. the same person? I believe it is, yes. Mm. Anyway. The uh, subject of this one is return, recasts and thanks. Hello, Nick and For Benji. All the fish. Uh, thanks for all the fish. I really wanted to share some thoughts that I felt were timely after listening to Return of the Cybermen. Okay. First of all, I really loved Return, probably even more than Revenge. It most what? definitely had Excellent. those. <laughs> it definitely had those Trouton era vibes, but all wrapped up in that season twelve charm and nostalgia, just blending up into a great work. Yeah. 
After hearing Sadie and Christopher's magnificent natural performances in return, I wanted to jump in on the ongoing recasting discussion. Uh, it's no secret that Big Finish handles recasting in a respectful and genuine way. Thank you. Uh, often with relatives or the most sincerest of fans involved in the portrayals. How an ulterior motive could ever be attributed to it baffles me. Quite the opposite. I've seen so many grateful fans who are just thankful that a character that they care about, say Dodo for instance, is getting love and attention. Mm -hmm. The eras nearest and dearest to my heart are the first and third Doctor eras, uh, which both heavily rely on recasts. I can assure you that the way they're handled, to me, honours the originals and creates so many exciting opportunities. Wow. It's yes. I could have written this myself. <laughs> there we go. Well, you did. Um, it's heartwarming I didn't. to see that, <laughs> that the never. no corner of the Doctor Who family is left behind. Uh, you see, Doctor Who is my biggest fandom, and Big Finish is my favourite part of that fandom. Oh, that's nice. Probably the biggest reason for that, aside from the splendid content itself, is I don't know of any other company whose writers, producers, script editors, sound designers, actors, etc. have such a genuine appreciation for what they're making. It's clearly evident that everyone involved, be it anyone from a guest actor or the Big Finish Twitter intern, loves uh, <laughs> what they do. <laughs> why they do it and get joy from helping spread the positivity yes I excitedly look forward to hearing uh, the behind the scenes on releases because it always gives me a feeling of wow they care about this as much as I do um, just uh, so just a hearty thank you to all of you for all that you do your friend Justin Bush which is Justin B Quinnick there we go. Hey, Lovely. Justin, Thank that's so, so nice. Uh, and of course, I think it's nice because I agree with everything you say. <laughs> so that's a nice validation of my views on almost any subject. And I think, you know, most it's very interesting that only uh, people have only written into the podcast to be positive about recast. Uh, even even the person who joked when we said more on recasting, and they <laughs> said, "Well, we've been just being rude, saying more on." Ah ha 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 ha. So that's great. I mean, uh, I don't want to really tempt anyone, but none of the people who've been using horrible language and offensive language online have bothered to write into the podcast. I suppose they think he'll never read it out. <laughs> Do you know what? You're probably right. You're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, uh, unless we had a sort of bleeper going the whole time throughout your emails. Uh, that's it for the emails this week. Thanks to you all who write in. We're doing our best to feature all your lovely emails sent to podcast at bigfinish.com Time now for a sneaky preview of Carolyn Seymour in conversation. Many regular Big Finish listeners will know exactly who Carolyn is, but if by any chance you don't know, keep listening. You're about to find out. And what's more, you're going to love it. Confident with a mesmerising on-screen coolness, Carolyn Seymour is an actress of great distinction. Her striking good looks, her precise diction, impeccable, cut glass and a touch sardonic, and her obvious talent have stood her in good stead for strong female roles in a 50-year career, and is a valued member of the Big Finish audio family. And on TV, she has contributed to much-loved shows on both sides of the Atlantic, from Take Three Girls and Edward VII to Magnum P.I. and Murder, She Wrote, she'd have been a popular and recognisable screen presence even without adding such science fiction favourites as Space 1999, Star Trek The Next Generation, Quantum Leap and Star Trek Voyager to her CV. But add them she did, 
all the while contending with the slings and arrows that come with even the most successful of acting careers. Like her TV character Abby Grant, a role she played during some personal turmoil, not the first and not the last, Carolyn, a self-confessed open book when I talked to her in preparation for this fascinating and candid interview, proves herself strong, determined, gifted, and most definitely, a survivor. Well, the irony is not lost on me uh, talking to somebody uh, whose credits include acting in a world beset by plague and pestilence and misfortune in Survivors. <laughs> and here we are, uh, all under the thrall of COVID. So I'm in Manchester and my guest is uh, over the channel in France. Caroline Seymour, hello. Hello. I am indeed. Southwest France in a barn. I'm in a 17th century barn. That we might get bells chiming, I'm just saying. Well, I, I hope they're not a metaphor for anything. <laughs> <laughs> for whom we are. So ask. hopefully they're not tolling for us. Right. <laughs> At the beginning of the 70s, was an actor like yourself looking for screen, film and television? Uh, were you happy in the theatre? Did you have, can you have a career plan? And if you did, did you did you enact it at that stage? Because you broke into screen work fairly quickly. Sweetie, I, you know, I, as I said, I, I had six weeks off in 10 years. I never looked for a job. I never had a plan. It just came. It was a meteoric rise. Mm. I mean, I, I never had to look. My, my agents would constantly, I would get four or five, four or five submissions a day about what I was going to do next. Wow. I, I, I never auditioned for anything. I met on Ruling Class. That was the only film I auditioned for. Right. So everything else was just, just an offer? Well, Survivors was a nightmare. We all know about the story with Survivors and Terence Dudley. But, but the, I did have to audition for that. But once that got going and the Ruling Class was under my... I didn't... I never went for... I didn't talk to anybody. It was, do you want to do this? Have you got, do you, you've got six weeks free next, you know, on February. But do you want to do that? Yeah. Okay. Where do I have to go? Wow. So and it's a joyful. I mean, very few people have that kind of a career then. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely not having. To I never work. did rep, which was a mistake because I think I could have learned some very good stuff from that. Um, I know I did. I I didn't do any of the normal stuff. I just went from drama school, where they told me I would never work with my voice, to working. And somewhere in the middle, I got married and had children, and you know. Did you turn down anything that, in retrospect, you wish you hadn't? Not that I remember. Well, it's good to have no regrets in at least that area. Well, I don't. I don't. What's the point? I mean, you know, if I was supposed to do it, I would have done it. It just didn't, mm. you know, I've never... I, there, I've had horrible things that I've turned down, I must say. There were, there were obviously films that I refused to do for various reasons. You know, I mean, this, the, the, in the 60s and the 70s, one, as a woman, one was supposed to take all your gear off all the time, you know. Mm. And uh, I did enough of that. I mean, my first five years doing movies was basically standing around without my clothes on. How do you feel about that, that now, especially in light of the, the, the current climate when the, the industry is very much examining its treatment of, uh, of actresses? Well, I mean, Steptoe and Son, which was the movie that I'm mostly recognised for by whenever I walk down the street, um, is the one that, that where I, I was very shoddily treated on that movie. I hated it. Um, 
the boys were fine, but there were things that were allowed to go on with me that should never have been allowed to. And I walked off the last, I didn't do the last four days of the shoot. Wow. And my treatment was encouraged by Cliff and um, other people. And it became, I mean, young people were involved who who drank too much and they took liberties that should never have happened. And so I was told to, to suck it up and get on with it. And blah. And that was the 60s and 70s. That was the early, early 70s. And, and we, were suppo- we weren't supposed to complain about stuff. And, and the Me Too movement, God bless them, because that kind of behavior changes you. It changes you for life. It takes a very strong person to survive that kind of treatment and to have no support whatsoever. Did did you try or could you have uh, thought about speaking to either your agent or your union equity about such things? or and, and was the encouragement not to do so active or was it just within the culture? Active. Active. Do not, do not complain. Do not complain. You won't work again. Do not complain. Extraordinary. We were just chattels. I mean, women were just things, you know property bits you've paid for you you do what you do what you i say because we've paid for you very strong women defied that or it didn't bother them but it it didn't got to me a bit so and that's that's i mean step to a turn was 1972 yeah. so uh, yeah. i guess it's at the you know it's at the relative beginning of of your career and anyone with any ambition to work i guess uh, so what you took the decision to do as you were told well, of course, and and you know, page three just came into hove into view round about there. So if you had a photograph, you were you was you were stuck on page three, and I never did page three without my you know with my boobs showing. But you know that they tried. God knows they tried, and it was it's just just demeaning. The whole thing is it was just demeaning. But it's not that much different. It's really still not that much different. It's still going on, whether one likes to think of it or not. And people, women are still put under that kind of pressure. So you think it's the same power dynamics, but, but uh, in a different disguise? It's in a different disguise. I mean, on, 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 on Survivors, we had a, a couple of, of games I used to, that, that the grips like to do on a Friday night, you know. I think it was called Jacks, which involved dealing a pack of cards and the first person who got the jack had to had to go and order the drink and any any computation any kind of mixture that you wanted to and pay for it the second one had to pay for it i can't remember what the third one did brought it over and the fourth one who got the jack had to drink it and i i did that a couple of fridays and got had two pint glasses of mixed alcohol goodness me yeah it was a tough game. Yeah. <laughs> I had a lot of respect from the grips, I tell you. <laughs> Not from Terence Dudley, but the boys love me. I was definitely one of the guys. Oh, well, anyway. if you've got the crew on your side, you see. It's, yeah, uh... hey, hey, get away with anything. Oh, God. Well, right, well, let's uh, let's get to Survivors. Um, major series for the BBC. How did Survivors come on your radar and uh, and, and what, what pulled you to it and, 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 and tell me about the genesis of it? Well, I got a call from my agent saying, look, they're doing this series. They do want to meet you. Um, <clears throat> Terence Dudley, who's the producer, says he doesn't know who you are. <laughs> so I went to the BBC 
and it all seemed quite favorable and they seemed quite excited and so I told I told my agents and the agent got back to them and then we just started a thing about money it just became about money there was there was I don't think there was anyone else at the Beeb actually wanted but Terence thought that he was going to have trouble with me and uh, you know I was I was too strong for him Michael didn't like strong strong women and 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 she had to be for the for the for the series to make a dent you know because otherwise you have you you didn't have the triangle you just had a two-hander with Ian and Lucy you had to have you had to have her the the the, the obstacle in the middle do you know and I love the idea of I love the concept of the series and we just kept on fighting and eventually Terence was had to give in and, and hire me I heartily recommend that you go to bigfinish.com and type Carolyn Seymour that's C-A-R O-L-Y-N Seymour S-E-Y-M-O-U-R into the search pane at the top You'll not only find this superb interview by Toby Haydock, but you'll find all the brilliant roles she's played for us so captivatingly. She's brilliant. She's brilliant in absolutely oh, everything she does as well. Just worked with her again recently. What really, I bet she's spot on as well. Oh, she just she's is, isn't she? She knows she exactly just, what she's doing. Oh, she, and she's fun, so much fun. Brilliant. She really is. She really is. And she's lovely and she chats to everybody and she's just, you know, full of full of good vibes. She so, teases me all the time, so and then she can, <laughs> after she's done something that's and I've got no well no the thing is Karen she just goes oh mwah, <laughs> into the <laughs> microphone at me so very good I you've love been it. told you've been told uh, <laughs> coming up soon we'll be dramatizing you with the first fifteen minutes of the Lone Centurion starring Arthur Darville as the Doctor's faithful companion Rory Williams but first it's. The Randomoid Selectatron, where we give you 25% off a randomly selected Big Finish release, just because. Absolutely. What we got. And we've dived in here with 247 Doctor Who, Devil in the Mist. Devil in the Mist. Peter Davison, Janet Fielding. Uh, oh, Turlow's story as well. There we go. We've got Mark Strickson in there. John Colshaw as Chameleon. Yeah, by Cavan Scott. Cavan. Cavan himself. Lovely cover there. It looks like everyone's enjoying a nice holiday in the sun. And a big hippos. Here's the trailer. Uh, You you might want to grab hold of something. What? Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who. Devil in the Mist. Hello. I'm the Doctor. I believe I owe you an apology. Step out of the box. Woo! Hippos in space armor. That's not something you see every day. What did you call us? Tegan, Chameleon, Tello. These are the Harrogane, a noble race of warriors known throughout the universe for their understanding and forgiveness. This was an act of sabotage. You are in league with the prisoner. What prisoner? Captain, the force field. I can't hear the force field. There's a good reason for that. Keep back. What's happening down there? If that prisoner's escaped, none of us are safe. Indeed. The Zamglithi enslaved billions through a combination of mind control and intimidation. Their empire prospered for over 300 years. So where is he now? Where indeed? Please, please don't let him. A real meeting of minds. Just wait a minute. 
Well, what's all this about a prisoner? Are we in trouble here? Are we always? Against the wall! I suggest we do what she says. But, Captain, if this prisoner has escaped... Then we're all dead. Big finish. We love stories. We have to get back to the TARDIS. Finally. I've never said Big Hippos before I've said here's the trailer, and I enjoyed it uh, a lot oh, really? saying that. Angela McIntosh is in this. Who She's also in the um, uh, Ninth Doctor Adventures coming up, uh, which, uh, as Benji and I have been sitting here, the, the trailer's just gone online for it because we record on the Friday before the Sunday release. It's uh, very exciting there. Um, you know, break with tradition uh, since... Um, since that trailer's out uh, in case you didn't see it here's the audio for it now from Big Finish Productions Doctor Who The Ninth Doctor Adventures Volume 1 Ravagers I'm back I'm really back in the TARDIS you did it old girl endless possibilities and events future past and everything in between I have done the thing temporal thing radiating from the TARDIS like nobody's business Doctor I honestly don't know how this could have happened come on get in Oh my God. It's all right. It's all right. Don't panic. I'm not panicking. I wasn't talking to you. Centurion! Did you just fall out of the sky or something? So? Yeah. So you lied to her. I meant what I said. Doctor! If you can hear me, you better get here soon! Run for it, lads! Run! But if you stay here, waving your swords and spears around, you'll be blown off the face of the earth! That macho enough for you? He's really done it now. Nova! Yeah? Hang on to something! Sir! Stop this! I couldn't agree more, Doctor. Audrey, no! Put that gun! How can this be inside your police box? Perfectly reasonable question. Sergeant! We're being overrun! We've got to that sounded a bit polite for a giant mechanical monster. Oh, God, no idea, sir. Who the hell are these people? Just together. quiet, please, all of you. Sort of terrifying. Pretty much sums it up. What if they grab you and try to wipe your brain? They can try. Whoa. Right. Shall we get on with this? That's not just amazing, it's... Fantastic! Big finish. We love stories. And also, uh, going back to Devil in the Mist, it also features Simon Slater. Simon Slater was in episode one of um, the Vervoids story. Did you know Sorry, that? I was, I was reading the trailer feedback. Sorry, I completely... Right, sorry. Was he really? Was he yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, and he's absolutely brilliant in it. And the, and the episode climax is him getting electrocuted. The Vervoid thing on television, with, you know, in Trial That's of a Time Lord. And I remember he was one of those actors who you just think, oh, he's really good. I hope he's in the rest of this story. And think, oh, no, they've killed Not the nice now. one. So, Often happens know. in Doctor Who, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, this is... Uh, yeah. And many, plays... many a fine actor has met a grisly end far. That's what far it's all about, isn't it? Before their time, yes. I've so many actors coming to Big Finish and say, Do I have to die again this week? Yes, you do. <laughs> Hold on a minute, I'm only in the first scene. Sorry about that. You're one of those, I'm afraid. Right, now I must do something that I never normally do, which is that when, when we know um, what the uh, Randomoid Selectron selection is, I should write now to Sue Cowley and Jackie at Big Finish to say what the Randomized Electrotron is, because they usually have to wait until Saturday when I'm editing this. Not anymore, they know. This week, what is it again? It's Devil uh, it's in Doctor the Who, Mist. Devil in the Mist. Devil in the Mist. Devil in the Mist. 
Woohoo! I said exclamation mark. There's a little in there. Send that off. There we go. Oh, I've done that. I feel so good. I've made their weekend less tedious. You've been proactive, <laughs> Nick. Well done. Well, it's so simple. If you want to get that discount, it's totally easy. All you have to do is go to bigfinish.com. Uh, and then on there, go to the podcast page. On the so podcast true. page, uh, the podcast in question is the big one, latest podcast from Big Finish. Click Read More in the blur read more, read underneath more, read the more. pictures. It'll say, just click here and enter the code yes. Buck Up. That's Buck Up, all capital letters, no spaces, no complications, no, no complications. punctuations. No complications, quite right. No complications. And then you will get your discount. Simple as that. No, no complications at all. No, no complications. Just watching that on Britbox, of course, they cut that line, didn't they, in the special edition? Why did they do that? Well, because Why they did... thought it sounded stupid, because they're going, they're talking like this, and they go, no complications. <laughs> but that's the best the... bit, I like I it. I know, that's, I the, uh, that's the best bit of Day of the Daleks, when the Ogron says, no complications. No, complication. no, no problem, mate. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> he suddenly becomes they... sort of extra intelligent, doesn't he? Go, Actually, no. Actually, <laughs> but wouldn't it be brilliant if he just said that? <laughs> and uh, Jackie's just written back to me and say thanks Nick so that's all sorted Randomized Selectron thing is sorted don't worry you will be there able to go. get it I would You've also like a, a disaster uh, well I tell you there was a disaster last week I should confess to because I upload the podcast and set it all up and write all the bits and bobs on the website and there's a point there's a bit behind in the the back end of the website where you select the different files to link so there's a file for the trailer a file for the actual audio of the whole thing and a file for the cover which i also sort out and put all the lettering on and i clicked on the bit where i was meant to uh, link to the file for the audio i linked to the file for the cover <laughs> You fool! You so on one fool. of the places it's available on the site. I don't know whether it was on the homepage or so. When people click to play, it wouldn't work because the com- the, the computer, the the website kept saying, "That's a picture. Play this. That's a picture. <laughs> Just like that. It's a picture. It's a picture, isn't it? Don't don't try and make me play. No. You can't play a picture, can you, idiot? Interesting. You're all fool. No complications. So my fault. It got sorted on Monday anyway. So so sorry, folks, for messing up your podcast experience. Well, it could be worse, couldn't it? It could be worse, but could. never mind. The, the fact is, it's all been sorted out, yes. and we've got our randomoid release. Thanks, so thanks for that one, Ran. We do indeed love you. But uh, now that's been sorted, it's time for us to say goodbye. Huh? But we'll be back next week. We always are, naturally, where we'll be going behind the scenes uh, with the Lone Centurion and drama teasing you with the Dalek Protocol. Mm. So... Bye for now. And while we're away, enjoy the first 15 minutes of The Lone Centurion Part 1 Gladiator by David Llewellyn. My, my. What a fine bunch of specimens you are. From Britain? Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes, mistress. Yes, ma'am. How wonderful. Now, as you may know, I am Augusta, wife of Caesar. My husband and I are very much looking forward to this afternoon's fun and games, but while my husband is a merciful emperor, he is also a man of the people, and the people demand blood. So while most of you will live to fight another day, at least one of you must die. Yes, Yes, Majesty. You? Hmm? What's your name? Rory, Your Majesty. 
You don't look much like a gladiator, Rory of the Britons. Appearances can be deceptive. Can they now? Well, we shall soon see about that. Here they are. The British gladiators I was telling you about. Ah, yes, I see. <laughs> what funny clothes. <laughs> They're awfully pale, don't you think? Have you ever been to Britain? Ghastly place. Rains nine months out of ten, and even after you've given them sanitation, literacy, roads, fresh water, irrigation, medicine, and membership of the most powerful empire in the world, the ungrateful plebs still talk about taking back control. That's the one. That's the one right there. Do you see? Oh. Oh, a bit scrawny for a gladiator. I know. Well, he won't last long. Probably not. <laughs> oh, well, this should be fun. I can hardly bear to watch. That's unlike you. Normally you can't take your eyes off it. Yes, when it's some strapping great Thracian who stands at least <laughs> half a chance. Uh, you and your strapping great Thracians. You can talk. True, true. My kung fu is stronger than yours. He's incredible. Well, you know what they say. Ooh, don't judge a codex by its cover. Oh, oh that's, that's got to hurt. Darling, could you pass the flamingo tongues? Oh, here. Thank you. <clears throat> right. Who's next? You? Okay, okay. Bring it on. Okay, okay, you could take someone's eye out. You heard what she said. One of us has to die and it ain't gonna be me. Okay, here's the plan. When I say punch, you punch me in the face. Huh? You punch me in the face, I fall down, and then if Caesar gives you the go-ahead, then you kill me. Are you mad? Now he's met his match. Oh, I think his number's up. If it comes to that, show him some clemency, won't you, darling? He has put up an awfully good fight. Out of the question. The people expect at least one gruesome death. But does it have to be his? All right. On the count of three, yeah? One, two, three. <coughs> oh. Oh. <coughs> Ah, you, you didn't have to hit me that hard. I would have gone down anyway. What are you doing? 
I'm lying helplessly on the ground. I'm vulnerable. So get up. Look at Caesar. Why? Is he sticking his thumb up or down? If he sticks his thumb down, drive your sword right through me. You actually want me to kill you? Yes. This is really weird. Come on. Are you a gladiator or a gladiola? What? Yeah, it sounded funnier in my head. Oh, decisions, decisions. Clemency, darling. Oh, do you hear that, Augusta? The people have spoken. Thumb up or down? Thumb down. Go on, then. Do your worst. Really? Yeah, really go for it. Um, all right. If you say so. I just put a sword through you. Uh, yeah, and it really smarts. Oh, God. Anyway, well, I suppose I better hurry up and die. Oh, well. Listen, they love it. Yes, the people of Rome have always been a tad bloodthirsty. They're saying that. There's no blood. That's odd. Uh, hardly surprising. He was awfully thin and frightfully pale. Did... did he just move? Uh, probably a death spasm. I've seen it on the battlefield, arms and legs wriggling about after death. Something very strange is going on here. Uh, no, wh where are you going? Uh, Augusta! The, the next show is about to begin uh, and... They and they've got tigers! Darling? Oh, pulchritudinous majesty. We are humbled at your presence. That body. Is that the gladiator we saw killed only a moment ago? Yes, ma'am. You should have your eyes. A lady of your stature shouldn't be in the company of a lowly gladiator's corpse. Why didn't he bleed? Uh, I don't know, ma'am. Guard. Pass me your flask. Your Majesty. <coughs> oh, he's alive. Oh, I knew it. <clears throat> What's happening? Get up. Ah, ah. Look, I can explain everything. Guard, kill him. What? No, maybe we should. Oh, <clears throat> ow, what was that for? Incredible. How are you doing that? What? Oh, this. Well, uh, you see, it's um, it's a, <laughs> it's a condition, a very rare one. There is a sword in your chest. Yes, but you see, when I was born, the the midwife. Ow! Oh, God! You could have warned me you were going to do that, and I hope that sword was clean. Gladiator, you are coming with us. Uh, Okay, I guess. Guards, seize him. No, no, oh, no, oh, no. it's alright, it's alright. I'll go, Come on. I'll go peacefully. I'll, I'll go I will go peacefully. The gladiator, mistress. We have had him bathed. <clears throat> A bit invasive, but when in Rome... Thank you, Lepidus. You may leave, but wait by the door. Yes, mistress. Rory, isn't it? That's me. Hmm. Please.
please sit. Oh. Here, drink some of this. Huh. What is it? Water from the spring of Minerva. <laughs> A restorative, just the thing after physical exertions. Or before them. <laughs> well, thanks. Uh, <clears throat> ooh, ooh, it's, it's very um, minerally. Uh, I thought you'd like it. I imagine you're wondering why I had you brought here. Just a bit. What we saw out there in the Colosseum and when my guard attacked you, it's not a theatrical trick, is it? I don't know what you mean. Getting run through with a sword. All the way through. <laughs> no ordinary man could survive such a blow, and certainly not without blood being spilt. Oh, uh, well, you see, as I was trying to tell you earlier, what it mm. is, is when I was born, the midwife said my, um, uh, she said my, said my heart was on the, it's, it's on the wrong side. It's on the wrong side. It's quite rare, apparently. Um, Julio Iglesias has it. Hmm? You, you, you don't even know who he is. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm rambling. Sorry, sorry. So, um, so when uh, stop, you know, just stop. I'm interested in neither explanations nor excuses. You are impressively, perhaps impossibly, robust, which means you may be just the man I am looking for. Oh, well, <laughs> now, oh, I'm, I'm flattered. You are a very uh, <clears throat> attractive woman and... Uh... My husband needs a bodyguard. A what? A bodyguard. Someone I can trust. It is a role fraught with danger. You will accompany him at all times and protect him with your life. Right, yeah. And if I say no? Well, we could send you back into the arena, or have you cleaning out the stables, or... I believe they're looking for staff at the Palatine Fulling Mill. Fulling Mill? Cleaning untreated cloth with urine. Oh, yeah, I'll do the bodyguarding, thank you. Excellent. You will be well rewarded. Actually, um, in terms of salary, I believe mm. there is something of mine in Rome. Um... I need to find it quite urgently. I don't care. Lepidus! Mistress? Give Rory something to wear. Caesar's bodyguard must be dressed for court. Of course, madam. This way. So, you're like, um, what, her butler? I do not know this word. I am Her Majesty's eunuch. Ouch. And Major Domo of the palace. Major Domo? <laughs> Sounds like a martial arts thing. I run the palace. I serve Caesar and his wife in different ways. For Caesar, I facilitate. For Augusta, I advise and listen. This is the entrance to Caesar's private quarters, where he entertains privileged guests. Privileged guests? Gladiators, wrestlers athletes and the like. Right. I see. And here we are. The palace wardrobe. This is a wardrobe? But it's massive. Togas are third row on the right. Sashes are in the annex. And we should probably get you some sandals. Those things look as if the rats have been at them. Follow me. 
Mistress, behold Caesar's bodyguard. Oh, Lepidus, he looks wonderful. I knew I could rely on you. Oh, I feel a bit... Um, Fabulous? Ostentatious. Oh. I think I preferred the gladiator outfit, to be honest. You are now a member of Caesar's household. We can't have you loitering around in a loincloth, can we? I don't think Caesar would mind. <clears throat> uh, sorry, mistress. Well, let's find out what Caesar makes of him, shall we? Husband, may I introduce your new bodyguard, Rory of the Britons? Bodyguard? Yes. Wait a moment, isn't that the chap we saw get killed in the arena? Yes, sir, that was me. But you, you were run through with a sword. You see, the thing is, I have this condition... Not now. <clears throat> Augusta, Augusta. Why, why would I need a bodyguard? I'm more popular than ever. The rumours I hear suggest otherwise. The succession law remains unpopular. Well, I, I really wouldn't listen to rumours. And besides, I am Caesar. And I will pass whichever laws I like. But you saw how he handled himself in the arena. <laughs> He bested men twice his size, and he survived that awful injury. That's true. You're a very agile young man, Rory of the Britons. <laughs> um, thanks. So, I suppose I must give my scent. Welcome to our household. You are just in time for supper. Rory, pass me the olives. Here you go. Uh, 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 not so fast. Oh, uh, you've been listening to a Big Finish uh, production, by the way. Oh. Don't forget to put those milk bottles out. Oh, and oh. rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs> Just do it. But yeah, seriously, though, the milk bottle. Don't forget. Because, you know, milkman, door. There we go. That's a milk bottle. Well, there we go. Nice one.